What's up, everyone? I'm Kira. And I'm Julia. Welcome or welcome back to a coming-of-age movie. Back in season one, we recorded an episode on applying to college and where we were in that whole process at that time. We recorded that all the way back in the middle of sophomore year, and we are now almost seniors, so we felt an update was kind of necessary. Okay, really quick. Um, we've been kind of lacking, like, for the past few weeks. We've been- Yeah, that's on us. <laughs> our bad sorry we, we we missed a week um we've just kind of ha- been been lacking Kira had a play which was yeah. very cool I was yeah I was in a show and then I went on a school trip for what was supposed to be five days ended up being six because of some issues with the flights um it was kind of then, funny though and then within five it's funny now it wasn't at the moment and then within five yeah, minutes of getting home I tested positive for COVID so um First time since, you know, the whole pandemic started. So that's a milestone, I guess. So I remember one time we were talking and you were like, you know, I'm so excited to just like tell my kids one day, like, mm, yeah, I never had it. And I didn't want to bring it up until now because I wanted to see a reaction. I'm so sad. I definitely said that. Like, I remember being like, huh, didn't get it because I thought it was like, you know, over. And it basically was, yeah. but, you know, I still got it somehow. And actually, a lot of my friends have it too so we all hung out yesterday outside <laughs> safely but um all who yeah. have covid it's okay it's, it's a vibe really, it's, like my mom was like so really nothing's changing because because I, I went on the school trip like with my choir and choir is a lot of my friends and we all got covid so mm-hmm. yeah basically yeah it, it, it's been a rough few weeks but we're back and we're better than ever sort of we're very busy but we're back we're making time they're gonna get some episodes out we're not gonna let you guys down we got this yeah your your favorite podcast is back don't worry yeah um so going to the topic of schools and all that fun stuff we did an interview i think back in season one with this uh, chahak pawa i think and we talked about the concept of dream schools and everything and we learned then that it was a very bad concept to have because it kind of like how would you say that it like shifts your perspective it's like oh if you don't get into this school then like it just really messes with you, right? Was that what we decided yeah. it was? Yeah, basically. I think it's like, it's kind of complicated, dream schools, because, okay, I think if your dream school doesn't have ED, then you should not have a dream school. Like, you can have, <laughs> you know, like, so I think you should have some top schools that you would be happy going to. That's kind of the word I would, like, the wording I always use. Like, I would be happy going to these schools, and I try to pick a few, but I don't think you should have one school that you're set on, especially if it doesn't have ED. If it has ED, then like, okay, you can like hope for it and then see if you get in. Then if you don't go to the, your, then you can go to your backups. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's my, I, I feel like I'm a little bit more, um, a little bit less hatred toward dreams, the whole concept of dream schools right now, just because is that of that. because you have one or is that? No, I don't think so. I think it's just because like, like I just said, I think if you were supplying regular decision and like your dream school is you're applying at the same time as the rest of the other schools you're applying to then you should try to like try not to put too much energy and love into that one school because then your heart can get broken very easily Mm -hmm. but i think if you're going to ed somewhere which i want to talk about definitely if you're going to ed somewhere then you should make sure that you love that school and make sure it's your dream school because there's no going back if you don't know ed means early decision so you only apply to one school early decision and if you get in which you find out in like november then you're definitely going so like it's it's very hard to back out i think it's like low-key like 
not allowed so. yeah like you like cannot do it it's like legally binding so make sure that, that and in those situations i think you have to really love the school obviously because there's no backing out and there's no you you can't go anywhere else so right yeah yeah i think uh for me i think right now i do have a dream school which is interesting because i never thought i would i thought i would just kind of like have like a list of criteria and if a school fit it I would go there and I would just be happy there but like I have like a school I'm currently set on so like I think that's kind of interesting because I don't want to like it, it's a very love-hate relationship because like I recently applied to for a summer program there and I didn't tell anybody I applied because I was terrified that if I didn't get in that would tell me that I would never get in there if I like actually applied to like go there go there so like I didn't say anything to anyone besides my parents I was like I'm not telling anybody because if I don't get in then I need a new school and that was just like the day that we were supposed to find out from missions like first of all it was pushed back a week they didn't send any notice about it so I was like terrified that whole day and then my dad was like oh they changed it on the website it's next week I was like oh so then that whole week I was terrified and that day I didn't get a notification or email about it till 8 p.m and I did end up getting in I was very excited but I had Ooh. already gone through the grief process the entire day like oh my god they would have emailed me by like four o'clock because like they probably started sending emails around like 10 o'clock so, like I probably like oh my god I didn't get in I did get in it was very fun I'm very excited to go but it was just very like yeah the grief that I felt that whole day I was like I'm not going to get into this program I'm just I'm not going to get in if I apply ED, EA, regular decision I'm just not going to the school at all that's it I'm done and I did get in so it, it's like the grief that I felt just like kind of like it's rough because it's a very like risk reward situation with dream schools you know like yeah, it, was, exactly. it was not fun that's I didn't even like, apply it was like for an actual like, school I don't know I, like that's interesting like that you're kind of able to have that experience before you even really applied which is scary that's why it was it was so scary I was really just sitting there and my dad was like prepping me he was like it's okay if you don't get in you know like you'll be fine and I was like really though <laughs> it was it was intense that's why with ED it's complicated because you need to love the school because you need to know that you're going to go there if you get in but at the same time you don't want to like love it too much that if you don't get in you're like heartbroken forever right so I think it's, I don't know, you need to find, like, a nice happy medium, which is why I think it's like, something I'm trying to do. Sorry, by the way, if I start, like, coughing in the middle of this, because as I, as, in case you forgot I have COVID, you should all feel bad for me. Send me gifts. Anyway. Guys, we're going to open up a P.O. box just for Kira to get gifts for this week only. Um, it's so funny because I was listening to our last college episode, and we said that we were going to open a P.O. box to get college merch. So, <laughs> we college, college merch and, um, <laughs> and gifts for my COVID, because I have COVID in case, I have in case you forgot, I have COVID. Guys, you should also send us free COVID tests because those are low-key expensive. I have so yeah, many at home cool. right now. Anyway, um, so what I am trying to do, which I think I'm going to be able to do, is have like an ED1 and ED2. If you don't know, like ED2 is like, it's a little bit later. It's like a few months after ED1. And so it's basically like, oh, I didn't get into my first choice. Let's go for the second. You know, whatever. So I feel like, like that's... Like an EA, but like not. Yeah, but it's binding. So mm -hmm. I think like that could that could be a good idea because then you have like two choices then if you don't get into those then it's like okay then we'll just go to like regular decision but mm -hmm. um with that you have kind of two choices uh, if you have two schools that you really love you have like a second choice that's good because also ed gives you a better chance of getting in because the schools know that you're gonna go and give them money because if you just like do a regular decision then you could end up going somewhere else and that's why some people who have like really good grades and like really good everything won't get into a school that's kind of easy because the school thinks like oh we're your safety school like you're not going to come here you know 
I think they actually can only accept a certain amount of kids like every year anyway so it's like yeah. if you're too good for the school and like they know that you're not gonna like choose them I guess like they're not gonna accept you just based on that fact yeah exactly so I feel like that's always like the weird concept of safety schools because you have to pick a school that like you can like probably get into but not a school that you can like 1000% get into you know it's like it's very complicated like that yeah I'm trying to like make my list of schools like like it's difficult because I, I I was saying this yesterday like the closer it gets the less I know what's going on like I feel like sophomore year mm-hmm. I had such a good plan but now that it's actually I have to like make that a, a real thing I'm like oh maybe not college like, visits are very like stressful like you go there and you have to just like think like can I see myself here for the next four years of my life and you have to like think about every single aspect like oh well I like this place well I like that place do I not like this place what is cool about this place that I like yeah it's like I've had like oh two schools where I like kind of felt like oh I could see myself here but like but then like you think about it, I'm like oh but could I like oh I don't know like like you know it's it, you second guess everything once it gets to the point where you actually have to apply and the hardest part is that I look back on myself four years ago when I was in seventh grade and I'm like, that is such a different person than I am today. Like, how do I know I'm going to be the same person four years from now? Like, am I going to like this school still in four years, you know? Yes. Okay. I hate that they like made us, I was looking at my like, um, Naviance, which I, we've talked about before on here. It's like a college website and they made us take a, like, kind of like a career test, like kind of gives you ideas of like things you might be good at. They made us take one of those tests in eighth or ninth grade and like just the difference of like things that I'm interested in like I'm like why were you making her choose a career path like she does not know what she's talking about (laughs) you know I think something that's kind of cool to mention I think during quarantine Kira and I would have like literally monthly like college talks where we would go onto Naviance on FaceTime together or maybe even Zoom and just like take the quizzes again and again and just see how much we've changed from the last month do you remember that because like we would do that of course of course I loved it it was very fun yeah I remember it's like stressful. I searched up like monthly college talk like in my text like I'll probably see like t- like j- at least like five or six of them just be like yo you ready for the monthly college talk tonight yeah like, was, you were very religious about that it was fun very religious about it mm-hmm. yeah but uh, I don't know I feel like everything becomes real once you're done with um like testing do you agree yeah because then once you get the testing done it's like serious like you can like start like limiting things or like opening up to different possibilities with schools yeah like I remember like looking at my ACT score and being like okay I can like like these are the schools that I'm like now in the range of and it's like oh wait this is real like I can't like guess anymore you know like it's real before it was like you know like you go to like a research online GPA calculator and you try and figure out your GPA now it's like all right now I have my actual GPA now I have my actual test scores these are how I get into places it's scary yeah I feel like most people like get the ACT or SAT done like kind of like this summer or like in the beginning of junior year right I think yeah it's it's kind of like a mix like I thought it was spring of junior year um for a while but then I talked with like adults who knew what they were talking about and they were like I I did this tutoring thing we did the same tutoring thing Julia and Mm -hmm. I and the person who runs it told me that I would be done by like we met in like um July 2021 and she was like you're gonna be done by October I'm like shut up shut up like that's I'm like that's in three months you think I'm gonna be done with the whole test by then I was which is scary <laughs> um I I think something like the biggest mistake people make with SAT and ACT is doing too much tutoring that they don't need because like I think if I took the ACT again I would do worse than I did the first two times because I think after a while you get so burnt out like and you just yeah. like everything gets fuzzy and you just don't know what you're doing anymore I think get it out of the way like especially during the summer when you don't have everything else clouding your brain if you can that's that's what I learned from my process 
I would definitely get it done during the summer. I tried to, but my parents, we were just so busy with sports and everything that we like literally like couldn't like book anything till like the beginning of the year. And it was just a lot because then I was balancing, like for me, I think I've talked about this before, but I went from like a minimum course load in like freshman and sophomore year to like three APs this year, which wasn't a lot, especially in the beginning of the year, but it's a lot to like get used to if you're like me and you're not very organized with things. It was a lot to like handle and take on and then on top of that I also had to schedule out two hours a week for ACT tutoring then on top of that another three to four hours to take the actual test during the week and there would be times where I would just like show up to tutoring and be like I'm not gonna lie I did not do the test this week like I just didn't I physically didn't have time because I had so much other schoolwork to do and it was like definitely a lot to like handle and figure out and block out specific times especially if you have like like my siblings, I like two younger siblings, right? Who get up at like 8 a.m. every Saturday and Sunday morning and just scream. So it would be a lot, it would be very hard to find like a good chunk of time to like sit and take a three to four hour test on the weekends. So it ended up being like a 7 p.m. thing on like a Thursday night or something. Like there would be, it's like difficult. Like if you can just get it done during the summer and you don't have to deal with all this other stuff going on in your life, it is so much easier. I would really try and get it like done during the summer as much as possible. I like completely forgot about the weekly tests like I'm getting flashbacks now to like I would sit in my parents room because like my dad has like a desk in there and I would like rent out the room for like three hours whatever because I was very strict with my timing too I would like give myself a 10 minute break and like cut it off I like wouldn't use my phone in between like I would really try to keep it how it actually was like I was like so sweaty because it's like July and and oh my god like my hair is up in like the messiest bun and I was like I'm like what is a um oh what is that thing matrices like Oh, don't get me started on matrices. They literally, that was the end of me. The tests are like, okay, a lot of people say the tests are like, I want to hear your opinion on this. A lot of people are Mm -hmm. like, oh, the SAT, ACT, they're they're scams. They're not true measures of intelligence. Like they should be, get get rid of them, like whatever. And now a lot of schools are going test optional. So like, what are your thoughts on that? I think, I think there's a lot of reasons schools are going test optional. Like I know that some are just doing it because of COVID and they think that kids didn't get the proper like learning through virtual learning and they don't think that SATs and ACTs are a perfect measure of it because of this year. I know uh, one of my friends goes to WPI, which is like, for the life of me, I can't say this word, but it's like Worcester or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that, yeah. Polytechnic Institute is in Boston, I mean, it's around Boston. And WPI got rid of testing and don't, don't even consider it. They don't even like let you submit it because they say it's racially motivated. So like- What? Because, like, racially yeah. motivated? Yeah, because if you're, oh gosh, I don't want to explain it because I'm going to get it wrong. But if you look it up, I, there's probably an explanation on Google somewhere. But that's like a reason schools are getting rid of it too. Wait, wait, can you try to, like, I'm so confused. How is the test okay, racially I'm motivated? I'm going to try to explain it, but it You mean cost. not racially motivated, but like, but like, um, like different schools have, like, the education, like they teach no, it. it. It was specifically racially motivated. That's why they're getting rid of it. They said it's because, like, what did they say? They said that it's because like in general okay I'm gonna be I'm gonna try and be very careful with my wording here because it's gonna this is not my plan um it's like in general more like wealthy families tend to be white and if you have more money then you have the access to better tutoring tutoring and if you have more better tutoring then you'll get a better score so it's like if you have if you have the money to get tutoring you get scores if you don't come from a wealthy family you get no tutoring you get more scores okay yeah I, I see what you're saying I yeah no no I, I, I yeah no I, I understand I think about, like the test was like racist like I was very confused that would be no that would be that would be a really funny story I, I was like I was like it's I was like it's math like where does that fall in I don't know I was confused <laughs> but no I do get that and that's where kind of like I feel like the whole testing thing gets messy because okay for me 
I like to, I want to know where I stand in like, com- like competitiveness, you know, for schools, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know, do I have a chance of getting in here? Like, am I on the higher side of like the applicant pool, whatever. But right. I feel like when you get rid of test scores, it gets a lot harder to tell because, because a lot of people, of a lot of people get GPAs. Yeah. A lot of people get A's in classes. A lot of people play a sport and are in a club, you know? Mm-hmm. It, so it kind of gets like, I mean, same with testing, like it's just another factor, but it just makes admissions a lot more blurry. Like that's the only way I can like explain it. Like it just makes it feel a lot more like, I don't know. I, I like to, I want to know where I stand and I don't know when I don't have numbers, basically. That makes sense. And then the problem with that is that it also gets into like the whole conversation of if schools are just like, I don't know, our English teacher always talks about it. She's like, oh, like schools aren't like a compare, compare, comparison system or whatever. But like, but that's a lie. It is like, you have to know where you compare with others. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. Like as you get to like college and stuff, I feel like. I don't, yeah, I don't know. And another big thing, a lot of people will say like, they're glad they got rid of testing because they're like, oh, I'm a bad test taker, but I'm still smart. And like, yeah. School but, is based on test taking though. That's yeah. like the main majority of it. Yeah. And that's complicated because we're going to record an episode later about like the school system and issues with the school system so we'll get more into that in that episode you should go listen to it um but but at the same time like like it sucks but it's kind of what exists so if you're not going to do well on Mm -hmm. tests you're not going to do well in college because college is also tests you know exactly there's an alarm going off outside i don't know if you can hear it it's actually a car horn a little bit i can actually like in real life or over the microphone over the microphone okay because sometimes we'll hear like a siren and we can both hear it because we live pretty close it's really cool (laughs) anyway yeah so that i I don't know it just gets messy with like all of that yeah and another really messy topic is like ap's and stuff because i feel like Mm. nobody will answer this question like of like (sighs) okay i was gonna talk about this later but it's coming up now so like the whole question of like how many ap should i take or like which ap should i take no guidance counselor will answer that question. I, and I always say, I'm like, I know that, like, you know, you don't like this question, but like, just like how many? And they're like, no, no, like, we're not going to tell you. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, my God, this, whose car is this? <laughs> oh, it, it stopped. Okay. Sorry about that. It was really frustrating. Um, That's fun. I know. I agree. I think, okay, to me, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and they were like, oh, like how many APs are you taking? I'm like, oh, three. They're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. I'm like, well, you know, it's like stuff I'm interested in and it like has to mainly do with like what I want to major in. And they're like, oh, why would you do that? And I'm like, oh, because like for me, I take APs that are like in my major area because I want to test out of those college courses in college. Like, I don't want to have to deal with them in college. I'd rather just get it out of the way now. Wait, they so you're like, taking, oh, out of your major. Yeah. So okay, I'm taking yeah. AP computer science right now, right? And I'm doing that so I don't have to take an intro to comp sci course in college because like, if I already know that, what's the point? And like, I can just wonder now, why do it now instead of later? So I'm doing that course now so I can test out of it for college. Okay. And a lot of people were like, why would you do that? It's like, well, one, it saves money on college. And two, like, why not? But a bunch of people take college, uh, take like AP courses just for like the GPA boost, which is totally fine if you do that. I just think it's a really interesting take that nobody thought of it the way that I did. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a big thing that I have a pretty strong opinion on is that our our school used to do that you needed to test into ap classes meaning like the year before the class you would you know take a test and then if you did well on it you would get into class and basically everyone who took the test got into the class but mm-hmm. it just it just 
made it a little bit harder to take the classes and it made it that you could only take it if you actually wanted to mm -hmm. not just if it's like oh i'll take the gpa boost why not take this class you know and mm -hmm. i think it's nice that they made it more accessible to everyone but at the same time i think it's important to like make sure that you really want to do it before you take it because i have so many like people in my ap classes that like cheat their way through the entire class and it makes me yeah. mad honestly because it's an ap class it's supposed to be hard and I don't think it's fair to just cheat it's through it. To be, I completely agree with that. I know so many people who are just like cheating through AP classes and like, honestly, like, why are you doing that to yourself? Like if you're, if you're just going to cheat through it, don't take it. Like there's no point in doing that because you're not learning anything from it. It's just going to get worse in the long run. Like it's just, just like, don't like you should take an AP class if you're interested in it. If not, don't take it. That's my full hearted opinion on that. If you're not interested in a in like a subject, then don't take that class unless you have, you know? And it's annoying that, like, the whole, like, how many APs should I take and, like, nobody will answer you. That's so annoying because, like, I feel like guidance counselors are always like, oh, just take APs you're interested in. And I'm like, yes, I know, but, like, but like I'm like, uh, but help me get into college. Like, <laughs> but it's so hard because there really is no answer. But, like, ah, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's also different because, like, uh, like, there's there's so many different things besides APs that colleges will look at like yes maybe they can I think you have the option to submit or not submit your APs on college board like your AP test scores if you're taking your tests right yeah and like there's that and then also like it's not always about how many APs you take there's so many different things that like go into consideration with college like was it like extracurriculars like if you do sports if you do clubs if you do a lot of volunteer hours, you yeah, know, like, your essays. Stuff like nonprofits. I don't know. Yeah. No, everything. And I've talked to my mom about this so much that getting into these top schools is getting harder and harder because everyone just thinks that going to an Ivy League is going to like, is like just what they need to do to like succeed in life, which is not true. Like, obviously, you know, oh, Ivy League's like, great, whatever. Yes, of course, whatever. I'm not going to argue, whatever. I could talk about this for hours. I know. We need to make a whole episode on like why Ivy League's like are a scam but not actually a scam we can like, do that after we get into our i was gonna <laughs> say i was gonna say yeah but like not, not a scam they're great schools i'm like they're amazing i've visited you know they're, they're they're great i know they have great resources and great teachers and everything but at mm -hmm. the same time there are other schools that are just as good especially depending on the field you're going into like for exactly. me i for me i really don't think an ivy league would be beneficial at all if you don't know i'm going i want to go into like um it's like sort of explain but like something with like media and business and like basically what I'm doing with the podcast right now basically all the behind the scenes stuff of the podcast but as a career um which is which is why I love this podcast so much um and yeah. for that I'm not gonna like you know go to Harvard because I'm gonna be doing too much work and paying too much money for nothing it would be so much better to go to a school where I'm gonna have good internship opportunities and good connections you know exactly you know I think yeah my dad is very involved with like business and stuff and he was saying like business and like all like that like high-end stuff on like new york and whatever that's where they care about what school you go to like unless you're going for like something like that's not like business or economics like there's no like i hate to phrase it like this but there's like really like benefit besides like of the prestigiousness of an ivy league i know it's so annoying because like they just care so much about the name i feel like a lot of like a lot of you know whatever um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Blah, blah. This makes me mad. So my tongue is <laughs> going in circles. But just blame it on COVID. You're good. Yeah, it's COVID. Sorry, I have COVID. In case you didn't know, I have COVID. 
<laughs> um, a lot of like hires or employers, they're like, you know, oh, Yale, you're we 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 want you, whatever. But mm-hmm. but but what? Like there are so many schools that are Ivy League adjacent or even like under Ivy Leagues that are still great schools and you're getting a great education and you're just as qualified as these people who are going to Ivy Leagues. And at the end of the, the day, a degree is a degree. It doesn't matter what school you get it from. If you get a degree, <laughs> you're fine. Like that's all that matters. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's confusing because also nobody has the same opinion. So there's no there's no cookie cutter way to do any of this, basically. And mm-hmm. so into the topic of like getting into these schools, a lot of people try to make themselves like the perfect student. Like, oh, I am in every club. Like we had a club fair in the beginning of the year, which we always have. And people go and sign up for every club. And they're like, I, I heard one girl say like, oh, like, oh, you signed up for 11 clubs. Okay, she said college. I'm like, no, no, she didn't. Like signing up for 11 clubs and going to one meeting is not is not going to get you into college. Like, Mm-mm. and I feel like, um, the ideal student has shifted from being well-rounded to being, uh, what's the word? Is There's like a certain term for it, um, but I forget what it is. Like not well-rounded, but like focused on like one thing, not like one singular thing, but like, you know, one area and really just diving deep into that area. Having some knowledge about everything, but you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because I've talked about this. Colleges want someone who's going to be successful and someone who's successful isn't, you know, doesn't have seven jobs that they like spend two hours at each like and does and don't do anything with <laughs> julia's excited by this a no, successful just, person I... has like one job that they love and that they're passionate about and that they go and make a change and yeah you know what i mean you just you just reminded me of an article i read actually yesterday oh there was a student from florida who got into 27 schools applied to 27 and got into all 27 including like Yale Harvard and another Ivy but and he said that he made it like a he had written like awesome essays for all the schools but another thing that he had done is like like a unique thing to like help make himself like a unique applicant was if he had made a device that like helps like oh my gosh I gotta find this because it, it was really on tw- like I was really scrolling through the Twitter and I, I I found it on Twitter I was like oh my gosh it's um made a device that makes it so like you can communicate with the deaf and blind easier bro okay but not everyone can make a scientific invention and yeah oh, i agree <laughs> i agree but it was just insane that like people like actually do those things you know i don't know why i just wanted to mention that because i thought it was very cool okay thank you no yeah. okay no but that's that's a good point like you know like this kid probably wasn't you know a president of every club in his school or whatever but he, he was on varsity soccer though too. Okay, he did varsity soccer, which shows that he has dedication and passion for things. But then, but then he, you know, expanded on one thing that he w- really loved, which was like, you know, whatever Helping this people. device is that Julia can't find. No, I think it was on CNN though. Okay, cool. Go find the article and send it to us. Um, yeah, in the but, description of the episode. Yes. So that's something that I'm very. Um, I I'm I I also it's really great to be a podcast host and forget how to talk in the middle of a podcast. I'm really good at this, but basically, oh, yeah. I think you need need to kind of look at yourself holistically. So if you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I you know I'm part of a bunch of these clubs. I'm not really in any of them. Like I go to one meeting every two months. Nobody really you know is gonna think oh you're gonna be successful like that. I think look at everything that you're doing. So something I was thinking about while picking my classes next year is like, 
how many APs can I handle? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm a senior. So a lot of my extracurriculars, I'm probably going to like, you know, start having these leadership positions and I'm going to be more involved in them. And so maybe I won't have time to like, you know, take all APs. Whereas, you know, sophomore year, I might have had the time, but it wasn't an option. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you need to kind of like look at your whole life at that moment and not just each thing separately, because that's what you are as an applicant. Like you are a person. You're not just a list of extracurriculars and a list of APs. You are a person and they want to see who you are as that person. Right. Yeah. Make an image for yourself and make it a good image. I like that a lot. Thank you. And that kind of goes into the whole, like, how should I spend my summers thing? Because a lot of people think that over the summer, you need to be, you know, um, working five jobs and and seven college programs and all this stuff. But I think no matter what you do, just find something that you're enjoying. Because if you're not enjoying it, then uh, like, it's, it's your summer. Like, you only have so many of them. Like, I know you want to get into college, but also find something that you love. I have a job over the summer that I is my favorite thing in the whole world. I'm so excited for it. Like, that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing my college program. I am so hyped for that. It's about computer science. I'm very hyped. I'm very excited. I cannot wait to go. It's like if you find something like that and it's like works for what you want to do in college, go ahead and do that. If you have no idea what you want to do in college, that's totally fine. Maybe do something that like explores it. Maybe get an internship with something that you're possibly interested in. Nothing has to be exactly like figured out. I feel like we're very bad models of that because I feel like I've known what I've wanted to do for a couple of years. You like, you've had that like a good idea of what you wanted to do for a couple of years you know yeah. but we're both like pretty like set in stone on what we want to do like that's you don't have to be I know so many people who have like no idea what they want to do and that's totally okay yeah I think use your summers the best way you can like be a teenager explore things yeah explore things like you know I think it's f- important to find a good balance between having fun as a teenager and also like realizing that you're starting to become an adult and maybe explore things that you know this is easy for me and Julia because we are very nerdy so we love like exploring intellectual things and all that whatever but if you're not like that you know take it slow get a job like you know at you know an ice cream shop or something just start to practice being an adult basically i think yeah and kind of lastly just there's no traditional way to do any of this that works for everyone like some of my friends you know took the sat once they wrote their essay in one day and then they ed to a school and they got in and they're set by november then other ones <laughs> you know took the sat five times and then wrote their essay like six times scrapped it restarted it, and everything and then maybe they're taking a gap year or like there's no way to do it that works for everyone and it just depends on you so you need to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what you got to do exactly there's so many different paths you can take the gap year going right to a school eding military programs rotc stuff anything you want it's available probably at most schools <laughs> or not schools i don't know <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, remember, I like putting a disclaimer at every, in every episode because we give advice, but we're idiots, so don't listen to any of it. Just kidding. Um, but we are juniors. We're we have we haven't even done much... the application process ourselves. Just as like a good like warning, I guess. Like we don't no, we have not applied yet. I started writing my brag sheet today, which is kind of like I don't know if does every school do this. It's basically like a thing, like a it's like kind of like a resume here's you every to- good thing i've ever done in my entire life now here take this and go write my college recommendation with it. yeah you give it to your teachers that are writing your recommendation letters and they use it to write good letters so i started that today and it's kind of stressful so it's because because like the first application thing that i'm doing that's mm-hmm. scary but um anyway we're juniors so we don't know exactly what's happening but now that college is getting painfully close we're going to be making a lot of episodes on this so make sure you stick along yes should be very fun and if you want to stick along for the ride 
you should probably follow our Instagram and TikTok where we're at acoam.podcast and our Twitter where we are at acoam underscore podcast. You can follow us there to keep up about all of our new episodes and our college admissions journey. Ooh, um, that's freaky. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, in case you forgot, I have COVID. And <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm trying to- Give us a pity follow or something. <laughs> Give us a pity follow. I, I'm literally not even sick. I just have a cough. I'm really milking this too much. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week on a coming of age movie.